Today on Rooted Daily, we talk about how we can all learn from godly mothers. Welcome to Rooted Daily, the podcast where in 10 minutes or less each day we root you in the Bible so you can grow with God. I'm Brandon Levy, and today we're talking about a remarkable woman in scripture and the kind of model that she sets for women who want to be godly mothers and really the rest of us too. You know, at the beginning of 1 Samuel, we're told the inspiring story of Hannah, one of the two wives to a man named Elkanah. And Elkanah's other wife was already a mother, but Hannah was still childless. 1 Samuel says that year after year, Elkanah went up from his town to worship and sacrifice the Lord at Shiloh, and he would give to Hannah a double portion of meat because he loved her and the Lord had closed her womb. Elkanah's other wife taunted Hannah because the Lord did this, because he shut up her womb. And so Hannah wept and she would not eat. And Elkanah would say to her every time they went up to Shiloh, Hannah, why are you weeping? Why don't you eat? Why are you downhearted? Don't I mean more to you than 10 sons? Verse 9 records for us, once when they had finished eating and drinking in Shiloh, Hannah stood up. And now Eli the priest was sitting on his chair by the doorpost of the Lord's house. And in her deep anguish, Hannah prayed to the Lord, weeping bitterly. And she made a vow saying, Lord Almighty, if you will only look on your servant's misery and remember me and not forget your servant, but give her a son, then I will give him to the Lord for all the days of his life and no razor will ever be used on his head. And as she kept on praying to the Lord, Eli uh, observed her mouth and Hannah was praying uh, in her heart and her lips were moving, but her voice was not heard. And Eli thought she was drunk and said to her, how long are you going to stay drunk? Put away your wine. Hannah says to that, not so, my Lord. I, I am a woman who is deeply troubled. I have not been drinking wine or beer. I was pouring out my soul to the Lord. Do not take your servant for a wicked woman. I have been praying here out of my great anguish and grief. So Eli saw this and he answered, go in peace and may the God of Israel grant you what you have asked of him. Now, at the end of this chapter, we see Hannah has a son. She gives birth to Samuel, who she dedicated to the Lord, just as she promised. Now, Hannah's a very special woman because she's one of those rare women that God holds up for us to see and to admire. But despite her being a seemingly pious woman, God had shut up her womb. But God surely isn't punishing Hannah. She's not the kind of person God punishes. Second Chronicles 16.9 says that the eyes of the Lord range throughout the earth to strengthen those whose hearts are fully committed to him. And that's Hannah through and through. God wasn't punishing Hannah. God's eyes had ranged through the earth to find a woman just like her. And his eyes focused on her because he knew Hannah would become a woman he could mold into one of the most influential and significant mothers and people in Scripture. Now, at this point in history, Israel was a nation in crisis. Judges 17.6 tells us in those days, Israel had no king. Everyone did as he saw fit. You know, the whole nation was corrupt. Without a king, they lost sight of their true authority, who was the Lord. And even Eli the priest and his sons were corrupted. In Israel, they, it wasn't going to be able to continue like this. And so God was getting ready to offer the change they needed. 
God needed to raise up a hero who could lead his people to righteousness. And every hero has a mother. God chose Hannah for that role. Hannah was going to be a godly mother who would certainly offer us a great story to share on Mother's Day. But she was going to be an inspiration for all of God's people, even people like me. Now, I don't have children, but Hannah's story is a powerful lesson for me, too. I learned from Hannah that God has a way of using people when they feel useless. God brought Hannah to a point where she was desperate. And she was desperate enough to give up the reins of her life and do what God needed done. In her pain, Hannah comes to a decision. If God will give her a son, she says, I will give him to the Lord for all the days of his life. Now, at this point, every firstborn son already belonged to God anyway. That's what it said in the law. In Exodus 13, 2, God told his people, consecrate to me every firstborn male. The first offspring of every womb among the Israelites belongs to me, whether man or animal. And so Hannah's firstborn son would have belonged to God from his birth. But like all Israelites, she and her husband would ordinarily have redeemed that child. Numbers 18, 16, it tells us that the Israelites, uh, when their son is a month old, you must redeem him at the redemption price set at five shekels of silver. But what Hannah is vowing here is this. God, if you give me a son, I'll let you keep him. I will not redeem him back. Hannah was saying, God, I haven't been able to do this on my own. So I'm ready to let you take the reins of my life. Use me how you need me. And those were the words that the Lord was waiting for. The next day, Hannah was pregnant to one of the greatest leaders in the Old Testament. Samuel was going to be the last of the judges and the first of a long line of prophets who would lead the confused Israelites away from disobedience and back to the Lord and back to the law. His righteousness would be compared with Moses. In Jeremiah 51, God uh, is condemning the sins of the nations of Judah, and he declares, even if Moses and Samuel were to stand before me, my heart would not go out to this people. You know, Elkanah's other wife mocked Hannah for not having children as quickly as she did. But when Hannah felt useless, God showed her that through him, she would do incredible things that the other wife couldn't even fathom. She gave her life and her son's life to God, and he supplied. And then Hannah prayed this remarkable prayer in 1 Samuel chapter 2. And just reading it reminds us what it means to find our strength in God. She prayed, My heart rejoices in the Lord, and the Lord my horn is lifted high. My mouth boasts over my enemies, for I delight in your deliverance. There is no one holy like the Lord. There is no one besides you. There is no rock like our God. Do not keep talking so proudly or let your mouth speak such arrogance, for the Lord is a God who knows, and by him deeds are weighed. The bows of our warriors are broken, but those who stumbled are armed with strength. Those who were full hire themselves out for food, but those who are hungry are hungry no more. She who was barren has borne seven children, but she who had many sons pines away. The Lord brings death and makes alive. He brings down to the grave and raises up. The Lord sends poverty and wealth. He humbles and he exalts. He raises the poor from the dust and lifts the needy from the ash heap. He seats them with princes and has them inherit a throne of honor. For the foundations of the earth are the Lord's. On them... 
He has set the world. He will guard the feet of his faithful servants, but the wicked will be silenced in the place of darkness. It is not my strength that one prevails. Those who oppose the Lord will be broken. The Most High will thunder from heaven. The Lord will judge the ends of the earth. He will give strength to his king and exalt the horn of his anointed. Hannah was delivered, and, and she was able to boast over her enemies when all was said and done because her confidence was in the Almighty Lord. So when she boasted, she wasn't boasting for herself. She was boasting for God. Read her words today and follow her example. When we let him, God is prepared to use us for his will. But we must be prepared to offer everything to him. That'll do it for this episode of Rooted Daily. And I'm looking forward to sitting down and talking with you next time. Hey there, thank you for listening through this episode of Rooted Daily. We think it's so important that you grow with Christ continually using the word of God as your only foundation. That's why we release these episodes every weekday so you can root yourself daily in the Bible. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app so you don't miss us. And if you think a friend would benefit from hearing this good news, hit the share button. Most importantly, if you're ready now to take the next step, repent, be baptized, and hand over your life to Jesus, shoot me an email to brandon at rooteddaily.com.